Oh my god. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, all right. Let's shall do I? it. You shall. I'm shook. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to everybody's favorite Hollywood podcast. It's me. It's Holly Shook. It's also me. It's me, Holly Shook. My name, my legal name change to Holly Shook is that. And welcome to the Ryan podcast. I am joined, as always, by Armin. You kept your name. I did. I kept my name. It was a whole McLovin kind of thing. We were okay. looking for fake IDs, and mm-hmm. I don't know what went through your head, but you you just got the Hawaii Holly Shook ID, and Hawaii is going to be a part of this st- one of our stories today, actually. Foreshadowing. So. I love how these things happen by accident sometimes. I just feel like it's my most recognizable personality trait is that I do this podcast, so I just figured, you know what, let's cut to the chase, people. This is my only thing that people care about. So here we are. You had a few options because you do have a few different things that you're very well known for. So Sunday Bingo was another name that you almost went by. Well, that's my middle name. (laughs) So that's Holly Shook Sunday Bingo. What should my last name be? What should it be? Changing it up for debate. Big, big mini putt. No, too soon. <laughs> it's not too soon. I just... <laughs> I'm having work drama right now. <laughs> Are you? Not really. I'm just... Hate work and capitalism. Who in, who decided that capitalism is what we should do, you guys? That's my question of the day. Who decided? That's our next podcast. That's a Patreon. That's a Patreon oh, yeah. podcast. Log on to Patreon if you want to know who invented capitalism. Because <laughs> I'm sick of it. Can we abolish capitalism instead of everything else that we're doing here? That no, should be that. on the the front of the table, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just so annoying. I'm like, why do I have to do something to get money? You know what I mean? Why are you I, working to live? Why am I working to? I'm not. I'm living. Wait, what? You no, are I, working to live. You because you, you don't live. work, you don't live. I know, but it's annoying because I'm like. I wish I could just live to work, but like live to work to do something that I actually love to do. This is getting so existential and I love it. <laughs> this, this is this is actually just a late night rhymey mm-hmm. conversation. And if y'all don't know what rhymey is, that's a throwback. Throwback. It's this it's the roots of this podcast. <laughs> what did we even talk about on that podcast? <laughs> like literally what, what was the like what was it the was, premise of that? It was Ryan Army conversations. We talked about movies and TV and pop culture happening, celebrities sometimes. Mm-hmm. And this so is the spinoff, silly. just celebrity. That was so silly of us. Um, yes, it's just been a really crazy process to get to where we are today. Um, but here we are. We're doing it. I legally changed my name to the name of this podcast. <laughs> and let's end capitalism 2022. <laughs> abolish capitalism and abolish celebrity we won't have a podcast anymore but i think our lives would be for the better there goes our sponsors (laughs) um well i kind of invented this next story it feels like well this first story well the first story 
was capitalism. The next story is about our resident kind of current crazy person. Not, I don't want to say crazy. That's mean. But like kind of going off the rails person. Um, that's fair to say. I think that's fair. Going off the rails, going off yeah. the rails. And I felt really proud about bringing this story up because you had not heard of it when I brought it up famously. And it's just, and it just keeps on trucking along. Can I say the coverage has been almost non-existent? It's weird. Isn't it? Because when I went to go um, find this story, because I knew about this follow-up story to the original story that we're Mm going to talk about today. Mm Mm-hmm. When I went to page six, I went to people, all those really trustworthy, hard-hitting, journalistic news sources that we always use and reference. Yahoo News, famously my favorite. Your fave, Yahoo News, I'll never forget. Or was it Yahoo Entertainment? I think it was Yahoo. It was Yahoo News. Come on. (laughs) I do the real shit. The real, right. The real, real. I couldn't find this story. I ended up finding it through google news which then redirected me to entertainment weekly right but you couldn't find it on the entertainment weekly homepage. they're burying this story there's something going on rye with this i don't know i'm not saying it's a conspiracy but this story is being buried because the the first leg of this story if you will i didn't see that anywhere and you know me rye i research all the stuff i build the notes i didn't see it anywhere you had to I think it was the one episode that you did the notes for. Yes. Yahoo News. Yahoo News that this story broke for the first time. Well, I heard about it on like gay Twitter because I feel like gay Twitter, Mm. you can't get anything past gay Twitter. Let's that's true. Call it what it is. Um, Well, we should just explain. We should just tell people what we're talking about. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We love doing this, talking about a story for 20 minutes before actually referencing it. (laughs) 10 minutes of just lead up. Uh, we're, of course, speaking on Ezra Miller's spiral in Hawaii. Um, if you haven't heard about what's going on over there, one of our m- more recent episodes, we gave the, I guess, original story. Um, Ezra Miller, actor known for, for me, Perks Being a Wallflower. Apparently, they're in like Marvel or DC. DC Justice like, League yep yeah like bootleg Marvel um <laughs> movies and they have just been like kind of going off the rails in Hawaii specifically just getting like a lot of police attention um like abusing people and hitting people recording. I think the first story was like 12 arrests including uh, assaulting someone over karaoke, right? Ezra, Ezra Miller didn't like that someone was performing some song, and then followed by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper specifically. Wait, are you serious? It was shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Sorry, I forgot that detail. Didn't you just do that song for karaoke? Oh my god, I did just do it this weekend. I what did... if Ezra Miller kicked your butt over that? I knew who I knew they were in Hawaii, so I was like, you can't really. We're... <laughs> we're good um no i did like seven songs this weekend so it was i don't know exactly which one it was but um yeah so they have been just kind of freaking out on people in hawaii kind of causing terror all over the island and there's more literally by the way for our listeners we're not exaggerating no no no. 
we're not exaggerating. Like the people of Hawaii are scared. They're for their lives. they're actually terrorizing the entire state. Uh, this isn't an isolated singular incident no i think you mentioned it was 12 arrests in the last podcast right and that was at that point i think there's been some since all sorts of violence and footage the body cam footage was truly insane we've never seen anything quite like this right we've seen a single scandal bring down a celebrity and then they disappear right where they retreat out of the public eye Ezra Miller's like, I'm breaking arrest records. Yeah. But also, like we said, kind of flying below the radar, not really getting that much attention. Right. Which is a little bit even crazier. Um, So the newest kind of developments in this story are that Ezra Miller, there's also a lot of like, um, (laughs) like Airbnb-esque drama. Like I feel like every story includes like somebody renting out Ezra Miller's home. And I'm like, someone needs to like kick him off the real estate side of things. Them off the real estate side of things. They use they, them pronouns. I'm like trying to get that in my head. But um Yeah, Airbnb they, needs to step in and disable Ezra Miller's account. <laughs> I doubt they're using Airbnb. Like they probably just have like some weird, like you have to sign like a blood oath type thing when you stay at their place. But there's a family of three, three children and their mom staying at Ezra Miller's Vermont farm. So like Ezra Miller has a Vermont farm for some reason and a house in Hawaii for some reason, like just kind of going all over the country. And apparently there's just a shit ton of guns everywhere. And the dad of the kids are like, is like, yo, like my kids are unsafe. Apparently at one point the baby like put a bullet in her mouth or something, the one-year-old baby. But so the dad's calling for like help being like, get my children off of this farm, which is a weird like situation to even be put in in the first place. But I guess the mom took the kids because the dad was like abusive and somehow knows Ezra Miller. And Ezra Miller was like, stay at my Vermont farm, like get away from the dad. So now Ezra Miller is like some weird vigilante that's helping like families out of abusive situations, but also abusing other families. And I'm like, you kind of got to choose one. Ezra Miller thinks they are the Flash. Right. And so like Ezra Miller is the Flash in the upcoming DC movie, (laughs) The Flash. And that's also not really getting a lot of attention because like, is the movie still coming out? Like, what's going on with that? Did anyone even know the movie was coming out in the first place? Because who watches DC movies? You know what I mean? How so, does Ezra Miller have time to act between uh, all of this arrested. shit? <laughs> it's insane. Um, so, yeah, long story long. Basically, kids are covered in guns on this farm. And then <laughs> the mom comes out and is like, actually, it's a very safe place. And the guns are in a part of the house that the children are, have no access to. And she's like ranting and raving, praising Ezra Miller being like, without Ezra, we would have been like still in this really bad situation and like blah, blah, blah. And she calls it a healing haven for us. So they're like, definitely some weird culty shit is going on at this farm. Um, I don't know. And then the dad's like reaching out to Rolling Stone for some reason is kind of like the magazine on this, like, story which i don't really understand really what rolling stone is i thought they did music rolling stone actually has some hard-hitting reporting i'm not joking okay 
Yeah. Is this hard hitting? Because like I, <laughs> the bar is low <laughs> for hard hitting journalism. At I mean, time. I'm kind of exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> but but they I, Rolling Stone has had some solid pieces throughout the years. I'd I say. know, but don't they focus usually on like music artists, or they kind of do it all? No, I don't know. they they do it all. They the Rolling Stone magazine. Rolling so, Stone has some journalistic integrity, right? Like they tried to reach out to Ezra Miller. They got a lot of quotes. Right. Apparently, they I think they called Child Protective Services in Vermont. Even like Rolling Stone does the deep work, whereas Pe- People Magazine and page six let's be honest they copy and paste a bunch of crap and they don't right. do anything um but hey i don't I think you mentioned this the mom did admit that there were a bunch of firearms at the house she did but she was like they're in a part of the house that the kids don't have access to which also right. so it's like locked i would assume like locked drawer Hate that's them. a safety yeah. precaution that people with yeah. firearms usually have to abide by right um yeah the weirdest, well, like, then the dad just kind of won't, won't drop this, right? Which, okay, I feel it. You want to protect your children, but, like, there was reports, or they pulled reports, Rolling Stone re- pulled reports, good for Rolling Stone, um, of court records in Hawaii that the mom did pursue domestic abuse case against the dad in 2021, but they both didn't show up to court, so it kind of just got thrown away, which, like, come on, girl. Um but so, like, the dad's, like, abusive and bad. I'm going to fully believe that he is bad and that the mom had to get the kids out of his house. Um, so the dad's like, no, 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 no. Like, there's more to the story. He says that marijuana is often used in front of the children with, quote, little concern about proper ventilation. <sighs> How dare they? The dad is really just looking for HVAC upgrades at the farm. It's like, if you're going to smoke marijuana, let's make sure that we have the latest HVAC system He, like, somehow owns an air conditioning company, and this is, like, his way of trying to get Ezra Miller to hire him. (laughs) I think the dad is a fucking lame-o, okay? The kids are allowed to be around, or, like, marijuana smoke. Like, they're probably, like, bored as fuck on this fucking farm, and if they can get a little bit contact high, they'll be like, woohoo, like, let's go play with the cows and stuff. So I think the dad needs to chill out. Um, I don't think it's like that big of a deal. And like, I would choose access to guns and a little bit of weed over literal abuse. That's my hard hitting, you know, opinion on that. I I don't have a strong opinion on this whole story other than to say, get out of the domestic abusing father's <laughs> clutches. If Ezra Miller has you know, firearms laying around everywhere. And, and and here's the thing. We know there's a history with Ezra Miller right now, right? So right. I, I'm not going to totally discredit the father here either. But yeah, if Ezra Miller is doing all that, then that's not good either. This does not seem like a total safe haven. I think the bigger story here isn't even the details of the latest update of the Ezra Miller saga. It's the Ezra Miller saga as a whole. But what also, are they up to? What's going on with them? Ezra Miller may be throwing away their career. Really quickly, back to the farm. Is Ezra Miller at the farm with the family? <laughs> like, in my head, they were just like, uh, you go stay at my farm. Like, I'm kind of busy destroying the state of Hawaii. I'm not using the farm. You guys go chill on the farm. I'll stay in Hawaii and be an absolute menace to society. And the mom was like, I'd sick. Because they met the mom in Hawaii. 
That's like a great mom. point. And I don't I think know you're right. I think Ezra is not there, although it's not made clear. It's extremely unclear, but like from what I understand, Ezra Miller is still literally causing havoc <laughs> on the island of Hawaii. So like I don't right. think I don't think they're like allowed to leave the island because they're like constantly just like being arrested. Right. If if Ezra like Miller isn't being no, there's a warrant out for Ezra Miller's arrest. So if Ezra Miller goes to an airport, they'll be arrested. Exactly. That's why I'm like, I think that right. it's, the mom is chilling on the farm with the kids and the dad's pissed about that because they're getting like a free vacation basically on a farm. And that's like really no one's problem other than the dad. Ezra Miller is like literally not doing shit. They can constantly are just opening their house to families <laughs> in need, apparently, because they did this earlier with a family in Hawaii if you listen to the last episode. So I'm like, dude, stop dragging Ezra Miller into this just because they gave a safe haven for your family after you abuse them. True. So True. Ezra Miller well, is actually the hero in this situation. It's this is like still, actually good PR for Ezra Miller. Sort of. Although I don't think on the surface it's that great because <laughs> what's the headline? Ezra Miller reportedly exposed children, including a baby. <laughs> we haven't gotten to the exposed the nudity part yet. Okay, but this section of the story, Ezra Miller is the hero. Once we get to the exposed body parts to children, that's where things change. Uh, uh, that's a different story, but the headline of this story is Ezra Miller reportedly ex- exposed children, including a baby, to guns, bullets, and weed on their farm. But you're right. It's not Ezra Miller doing it. Ezra Miller simply is, like you said, airbnb their home out for free. <laughs> Um, oh to the mother, and I, and the mother is actually the one exposing the children. But th- okay. that's a horribly written headline. <laughs> I read that wrong. I read it as exposed themselves to children. I didn't know. I thought they were like flashing children. <laughs> we are so bad at this. I read that really, really wrong, and I was like, we haven't gotten to that part yet. <laughs> but no, that didn't happen. So I take that back. Ezra Miller did not expose themselves to children like naked so what was the not, other do not put like slander on my name but there is the story of the 12 year old who ezra miller behaved inappropriately towards i thought yes. that's what you were referring to yes it behaved inappropriately towards but i don't think like was nude around thing was God. nude around right <laughs> we are so bad at this <laughs> To be fair, it's a really complex story. Okay, there's a multitude of things going on. I it's hard to follow. Really, a lot. Can we put happening. a disclaimer here right now, right? If y'all are listening to this podcast, do not do it for educational purposes. Do not come out of this podcast and repeat what we say as news or facts. We are not yeah. journalists. No, we are not Rolling Stone and. I think if they've heard one episode, they know that by now. Um, If this is your first episode of listening to us, I apologize. But yeah, we are not really like hard-hitting journalists here. We kind of just read things and see what happens. We're barely page six. So take this podcast with a grain of salt. (laughs) Or a couple. Um, Yeah, there was like some weird thing where Ezra Miller like brandished a gun at a 12 year old and then like that mom was really upset i don't know i don't think parents really like ezra miller is kind of what i'm getting from this not not a mom and dad favorite 
Not a crowd pleaser with the older bunch. Um, children love them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Young kids, absolutely huge fans of Ezra Miller, um, which is concerning in its own way. But yes. you know what? What are we going to do? The, that's why I say, right, to me, even the details of this latest story aren't that relevant to me i mean they're relevant as a part of this broader saga which is ezra miller is Losing spiraling it. yes hitting rock bottom or maybe not maybe there is still deeper depths for ezra miller to go down i think and that, that's worrisome I, I feel like ezra miller was a rising star right there yeah kind of like always a little bit quirky kooky um that's why it was weird when they like started becoming a DC person. I'm like, that doesn't feel like the career trajectory for them, which maybe this is them being like, I don't want to be mainstream. Stop putting me in DC movies. But then I'm also like, there's probably other ways to go about that. Um, yeah. Violently attacking people for performing shallow at the local dive bar. Yeah. It's, I'd say it's not the most effective way to get out of the mainstream. Yeah, just like but what do I know? Your, sit down conversation with your agent, and that could probably take care of the problem. Um, Send me different screenplays for me to sure. consider. That's that's yeah. all that really needs to happen. We are Hollywood insiders. We get how it works. Okay, I worked for four months at the front desk of a talent agency. For God's sake, okay, I know how Hollywood works. <laughs> and all you have to do is say, "Don't want to be in this movie. Send me another one, and you'll be in a movie." Come on, it's Ezra really Miller. that easy. It's so easy, <laughs> and that's why we are in a new movie. Probably, <laughs> Ezra Miller did delete their Instagram account after posting weird ass fucking messages. One said, "You cannot touch me. I'm in another universe," but it was like a meme. And then the next message read, "This is a message from another dimension," and then just absolutely deleted the Instagram. So, I think they went to a different dimension. We'll never see Ezra again. <laughs> Honestly, that would be iconic. Just never, ever, ever see them ever again. Their movie comes out, huge hit at the box office, and then, but no, like, doesn't go to the premiere, no press. I mean, what will this press tour be like? They're like, so let's talk about your movie and your literal, like, insanity in the state of Hawaii. If this movie does come out and there is a press tour, if I'm managing the press tour, I'm saying, have Ezra Miller stay as far away from this press tour as possible. We're gonna, we're gonna try to promote this movie without Ezra Miller. Who's playing the villain? Let's get them on late night with Jimmy Kimmel because they are gonna give us a totally great interview. <laughs> the word Ezra Miller cannot be brought up in the slightest. It'll be truly insane. I hope it comes out. Honestly, I would see it at this point. I need to see. This is giving Joker. This is giving like right. I got so into this role that I lost my mind and I need to see this performance. I I would love like some like rewrite of the flash. So it has the flash in Hawaii committing crimes, but then there's like a like, twist at the end. The flash becomes, you know, good and salt saves yes. the day or something. Right. It's giving like two face from um, Batman. Like, are they good? Are they bad? Like what's mm-hmm. going on? Um, Mm-hmm. Okay, so once again, Hollywood Insiders, why are you not knocking at our door, kind of writing the sequel for you as we speak? Um, anyway, so Ezra Miller is going to win an Oscar from a different dimension, and that's that. <laughs> uh, right, you said that uh, gay Twitter is all up in this story. What's gay Twitter's take on all this? It's mostly 
like insensitive jokes and like kind of watching someone's mental health decline, but in a funny way. So it's kind of problematic, but that's Twitter for you. Right. <laughs> Should I have even asked? What's yeah. what's if the like intelligent Twitter, Twitter take? Yeah. If you're not on Twitter, you probably are mentally stable. So like continue to not be on that website. Um, I personally am addicted and I don't have a brain cell left after I go on it. I'm obsessed with it. But we have to thank Twitter because without it, we would not have gotten this Ezra Miller story because we would not have heard about it. That's true. There's no other way that we would have found out about this Ezra Miller news. So thank you, gay Twitter. <laughs> the one thing you've done good for our society, honestly. <laughs> that's that's the other hard-hitting uh, journalistic uh, entity out there, gay Twitter. Rolling Stone and gay Twitter. Without them, we'd be nothing. <laughs> uh, let's talk about this... Um... Next story, it's also a kind of about someone spiraling, I oh, would no. say. Oh, no. Do you have an emotional investment in this no, person? No, well, I, for a second, I thought it was going to be about her spiraling, but it's about the no. other person. So we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. No, she's thriving. Oh, if you all don't know, Britney Spears got married to uh, Sam Asghari. Um, I'm sure everyone saw that. But what people may not have seen is that her ex, Jason Alexander broke into the wedding, and got arrested. So Britney Spears, thriving. Jason Alexander, spiraling. Rye, do you remember when Britney got married to Jason Alexander? This was like yes, probably 15, like, 20 years ago. Yeah, in Vegas for like 10 hours or something. Yeah, basically. Two days. And the whole time I thought it was um, the guy from Seinfeld. Literally the whole time. No! The whole time I was like, she married the guy from Seinfeld? So, like, 10-year-old you was imagining was like, George is- Costanza and Britney Spears at her pe- at the peak of her powers getting married. Yes, and I was so confused. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? So then when she broke up with him after, like, 10 hours, I was like, that makes a lot more sense. I think she, like, woke up and was like, I can't be married to the guy from Seinfeld. And then I swear to God, I didn't find out for, like, five years that it was not the guy from Seinfeld. <laughs> so even when the tabloids were like, Britney Spears marries high school sweetheart. You're just like, I guess he went like he was a super senior. He, he went to high school when he was in his 30s. Like, I don't know how old anyone is. I don't know where people went to high school. Everyone knows, like, all celebrities went to high school with each other. If you really map, like, check back, suddenly all celebrities went to high school together. So I'm like, it could have happened. I don't know. The 20 year have- age difference, it, it makes it <laughs> unlikely, but. You know, I didn't have senior. like analytical skills at that age. I was like, "It's that's his name, that's her name." There must be there's only one Jason Alexander in the world. It's right. Really, it is a very uncommon name. Well, it's two first names, <laughs> which is weird. I was kidding, right? Um, yeah, they got married, uh, and then they annulled after like two days. Um, yeah, and this was I want to say twenty years ago. This was early two thousands, long time ago. Before Kevin Federline. Love him. I didn't realize Jason Alexander was even still in the Britney Spears world. Yeah, I feel like he'll always be in it, but... I I, I haven't thought about him in 20 years, but if someone said, what do you think Jason Alexander is up to these days? Um, And the Britney Jason Alexander, not the Seinfeld, the Jason Alexander. 
I would have said probably moved on with his life, married, kids, lives a simple life. Yeah. The guy was never seeking fame, seemingly at least. I don't know much about him. Yeah. But I don't know. He wasn't an actor or anything, right? He was just her high school sweetheart. Apparently. Probably lives a, you know, simple, quiet, ordinary life. Whatever ordinary means. So this was kind of bizarre to hear that he broke into Britney's wedding, but like hours beforehand, and IG lives it. Did you watch the footage? No, I'm not going to lie. This is the first time hearing about this. What? Yeah. So you just heard Britney got married and you didn't hear about the subplot? Correct. Oh, I thought this was one of the bigger stories of the last couple of weeks. Okay. Probably was. I <laughs> don't pay attention to anything. <laughs> um, he, he actually did IG live it. And it's weird because he's going through, it's like a house or something. Sorry, I don't know the uh, the details. Um, I only put together the notes, but I forgot the details. I, I did this a few days ago. Um, yeah. But I think it was at like a mansion or something. I'm trying to look through the notes here. Anyway, he's going through the place and no one's really stopping him. He's just kind of going through asking where Brittany is. It's a few hours before the wedding. Eventually, though, security realizes, wait, uh, this guy guy doesn't belong here and they take him down he has been charged with felony stalking Mm -hmm. checks out and trespassing vandalism and battery he is still in jail on a hundred thousand dollar bail that's also i'm seeing here the wedding was at brady spears's home yes yeah apparently it's it's not the first time he's been charged um he had a conviction seven years ago for a corporal injury on a domestic partner. Sketch. Yeah. And he also is on probation for another case out of uh, Tennessee. So seven years ago, gets convicted of domestic violence in San Francisco. He has another charge for some crime he committed in Tennessee. And now he's doing this. Um, it's so kind of crazy. Like doing anything but living like a simple, quiet life, essentially, is what we're getting from this. My prediction would have been totally off. Yeah, this was absolutely insanity. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, do you think, like, he just fucked up from, like, almost getting to marry Britney Spears? Like, and he just, like, never recovered from that? Or do you think he was just, like, kind of crazy from the start? I could just imagine, like, broadly speaking, that it could really be psychologically damaging to become the subject of this massive 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 public event right that goes awry it's not like he was like the town hero who you know saved a bunch of kids out of a burning building that could maybe have some uh, positive psychological effect yes i can imagine make you feel really good about yourself mm-hmm. um but yeah, to you know, get married to Britney Spears in Vegas, and then have the wedding annulled like two days, less than two days later, it's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, and then you're on all these magazine covers, and you can't say he never asked for it because the moment you're about to marry Britney Spears, you're asking for it. But he probably did not comprehend what he was getting himself into. Now, does right. not justify any of his actions since. 
But just, you know, to that point of like, do you think that the missing out on marrying Britney Spears messed him up? I don't think it's the, you know, missing out on marrying Britney Spears. They've had, you know, totally different journeys in life. I doubt they're even compatible 20 years later. It was never meant to be. It's not like it was like the one that got away. No, no. The sneaking in is like weird. And then like it says that when he got stopped by security, he was like, oh no, I'm invited. It's like, well, if you're invited, like why are you here three hours early also? Um, So it's just kind of strange. It's a little unsettling. It's kind of scary. It's a little scary. Uh, Apparently he got to the second story of her house and tried to open the locked bedroom door. That's frightening. He was right there. I don't know if he would have physically harmed her, but at the same time, he has been convicted of domestic abuse. Right. So, And it's just like, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of giving Dorit from Beverly Hills, like, how did someone get this, like, far into it? Um, like, I would be really frightened if I was Brittany. Also, it's like, how, like, literally how? Especially on an event day where there's so many people. I guess, like, that would be easier almost because you could just be like, oh, I'm the cake. I'm the cake guy. And everyone's like, well, where's the cake? And he's like, it's coming. I'm just here early. And they're like, what? But, you know, like, it could be easier to sneak in if there's, like, a ton of people kind of walking around because you can be like, I'm some, I'm with this department. But still, I feel like there should have been, like, security at the gate being like, show me your, like, badge. I don't know. Cake guys don't have badges. But, like, show me the receipt that you're the cake guy. Well, watch the video. Know. It's it's totally bizarre, like you're saying, how he could easily just waltz in. Uh, Britney Spears has since fired her security team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's come on. Great. This, Yeah, go, girl. <laughs> this wasn't a have, sophisticated security breach. He they just walked in. One job. They have literally one job. I'm freaking dying at that. <laughs> and it is frightening. He got to the second story. He got to her bedroom door. Imagine if it wasn't locked. It's frightening. I feel bad for Brittany. Again, she can't have a moment of peace, seemingly. It seems literally like she's gotten it, right? Yeah, I know. Her wedding day. It's supposed to be a perfect day. <laughs> It seems like things are fine now. Uh, apparently, you know, it didn't ruin her day, according to insiders. You know, she wa- she tried to not let it ruin her day, and she tried right. to have a good time, and she, apparently she did. So that's that sounds all good. Um, another source did say she was shaken by the incident, but right. that so. she was able to move on. Oh, my gosh. What a crazy, crazy man. I'm definitely going to look up pictures. It's still in my head. I'm kind of picturing Seinfeld guy um, because I have no (laughs) idea what this guy looks like. So I will be Googling after this what he looks like. I love the idea of George Costanza breaking into Britney Spears' wedding. (laughs) Now, that's a that's an SNL sketch there. I don't know. It's not not. Uh, Um, Yeah, that's so silly and so scary. And leave Britney alone. Literally, he's got some issues, um, but he can't take them out on Britney. He can't take them out on anybody. Literally got it together, dude. Yep. Speaking of getting it together. (laughs) You go. You do it. Get it together, fans who are trying to snag photos with Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. Did you hear about this? I did actually. Like, of course, I didn't hear about the big story of Britney Spears' wedding getting crashed, but I did hear about... Tom Hanks yelling at fans. Huge story. Monumental, world-changing news. <laughs> I follow the stories that matter. That's all I'm going to say. Did you watch the video? Of course I watched the video. It's huge news. 
for those of you who haven't seen the video, it's pretty simple. It's like 20 fans uh, surrounding Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson as they're leaving their hotel, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's paparazzi too. And there's you know photos being taken. Fans are just trying to get a piece of them. And at some point, someone kind of like stumbles into this guy who then stumbles into Rita Wilson and Rita Wilson kind of like falls over, doesn't fall to the ground, but she like kind of tumbles and trips and it looks like she's going to hurt herself. And Tom Hanks, I got to say, I respect him so much for this. This was awesome to me. People gave him shit for this, but I loved it. No. He immediately stops in his tracks, turns around and he's like, back the fuck off, back the fuck off. And, he, and he's like, don't hurt my wife and all this shit. He stands up for Rita Wilson, his wife. It was a great moment, honestly. It was very human. That's what you would do if you thought someone you loved was in danger or, you know, possibly about to get hurt. Mm-hmm. It's a human moment, you know? Like, some people said, oh, he shouldn't speak to fans like that. Vulgar language, raising his voice. Oh, please. He's like, and they should be crowding around them and being in their fucking personal space like they owe them something. Get in line, bitch. Exactly. Like, we've talked about this before. If if a, a fan asks a celebrity for an autograph or a photo, it's not right for a celebrity to, like, curse them out or treat them like shit. Because at the end of the day... That's part um, of the job. It's a part of the, It's a part of the whole experience of being a celebrity. And the only way... A studio is inking you to a twenty-five million dollar, you know, per movie deal. Is is if you're a box office draw, right? Is if people care about you and and love you and see you in a movie, and then want to go see that movie because you're in that movie, right? So, but it's there's all a part of the celebrity experience. Can I get a picture? And like crowding around, bumping, pushing. Exactly. Literally knocking over Rita Wilson. Right. Right. If if a fan is respectful and goes up to a celebrity, the celebrity has a right to say yes or no, you know, to the autograph ask or the photo ask. That's fair. But not, you know, it's not right for anyone to yell at another person. Except, except <laughs> in a situation like this. If you get knocked over by someone or your wife gets knocked over by someone, you can yell at them. It's a hard rule. Rule of thumb. What if Rita Wilson fell flat on her face and like (laughs) broke her nose or something stupid like that for no reason, right? It's also like, I I get it. Like Tom Hanks is huge. He's iconic, like whatever. But the way they were like crowding was giving very like Justin Bieber or like One Direction or like something like crazed, crazed fans, like screaming and yelling and pushing. Like, I didn't know that Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson like got people to react that way. So I was very surprised. I feel like if they walk down the street, it's more of like a, Hey, how are you? Like type thing. Not like, ah! people love so Tom Hanks though. People love Tom Hanks. I mean, love Tom Hanks, but I'm like, he's a massive box office draw. No, he's huge. But they, I feel like people scream and yell and crowd for like pop stars or like whatever, like Harry Styles. So this was like a little bit like, oh, that's weird. I I never expected it to be like that. I thought it'd be more like they'd walk out and like say hi and people would be like standing in a line and like shake hands, like very sophisticated. But that's a good point. I think the setting influenced it, right? Like when a celebrity is sitting down at a restaurant, 20 people aren't going to crowd the table. Right. But I think 
probably what happened. Here's my guess. They're in New York, in Manhattan, crowded place. Probably they're in the lobby for a while. A crowd starts to build. Ooh, oh my gosh. You're like walking by like, who's in there? It's like, oh, it's Tom Hanks. It's Tom Hanks. And then he walks out of the lobby. The crowd forms around him and Rita Wilson. And then that's where it gets hectic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, Tom Hanks. Loved seeing him actually uh, be human and not like try to like exhibit control because he's afraid someone could be videotaping him. Someone was videotaping him. Right. That was the necessary response. And you know what else was a necessary response? Actually, there's no there's no segue to this. But our last story of the day, um, <laughs> it's a new segment called Fan fan suggestions or fan fanfare let's call it fanfare Ooh, i love it good um it's called fanfare and it's a new segment that is just beginning today because it's the first time it's ever happened where a fan i i have i have the segue i have the segue okay what's the segue you can't segue it like (sighs) minutes later but try it try it well you could have said speaking of fanfare I know, but I hadn't thought of the name of the segment yeah, yet. That's was, like, true. Totally that's off the top of my head, like just kind of a genius moment that came to me. Right, right. Um, because, you know, we were just talking about all these fans, you fans, know, swarming yes. Tom Hanks. Well, now that we know the segment is called Fanfare, next time we have a better segue. Right, right. Um, well, let's just talk about this story next week again and just have a smooth and really kind of like segue. But we uh, also have a fanfare. We have fans swarming us all the time, right, Ray? Yes, I cannot shake them off. <laughs> um so fanfare is a new segment that i just created called or where um crazy fans send suggested stories um this week it is the one and only carolyn cliff aka cc she is um a dear friend of mine and she recently moved from chicago to denver and on her trip her road trip to denver she got into holly shook and she listened to every single episode <laughs> <laughs> and was texting me throughout her trip being like oh my god this episode and i'm like what um anyway shout out to shout out to cc love you girl and she's texted me this article the other day saying you better cover the story on the next episode and so i read the story and the headline is billy eilish confesses to using a body double during her 2022 coachella performance <sighs> shocking that's <laughs> so shocking um and when you read about it a little bit more, it's actually not that shocking at all. So basically what happened was she famously performed and headlined at Coachella this year. And the first, she she uh, admitted to this recently in an interview, the first two and a half minutes of her set were like just her standing on stage. Like you couldn't see her face. Um, it was just like lights flashing and like, different video clips and clips of music and stuff like that, but no singing or anything. And so she admitted that the person standing on stage was actually not her. (sighs) She dressed up one of her dancers in the outfit that she was wearing during the show. And then when the lights went down and then came back up to her singing, they had swapped places. So controversial. Literally the craziest story I've ever heard in my entire life. (laughs) If we didn't cover this this week, literally we would have lost our license as hard-hitting journalists. Um, (laughs) But no, I kind of make... Well, so here's my thing. I don't really understand why she did it um, because, like, why couldn't you have just stood there for two and a half minutes? 
But then she like went on to talk about how she likes to dress up in disguises to watch other people's sets at Coachella in hopes that nobody sees her. Mm. So then I was like, is she, was she like watching her own set from backstage? But I'm like, it's, but that's just, pointless. Yeah. It's just the beginning of the set. So I don't really get why she did it or why she admitted to it. There was literally no need to admit. Um, but yeah, and that's the story. So, <laughs> well, not, okay. There's not much else to say. <laughs> you you sent me the the link, and yeah. the headline is like Billie Eilish admits to using a body double for her Coachella performance, and I was like, oh shit, that's a huge scandal because I thought based on the headline. So we have another problematic headline, right? Classic in, press in, <laughs> in today's episode. Um. I thought that she, the whole performance was done by the body double and that yes, the body double like, was lip syncing. Yes. Or like, I thought maybe like for an entire song or something, she right. would have been like not out there, which has happened, like, which happens. Um, I forget who recently like did it. I know Miley did it during her tour where like mm. during a dance break or something, like someone else comes on for her so she can go backstage and change really quick. So it's actually not uncommon for stars to buy, to use body doubles during like a costume change or like a set change or something. But that's why I was like, why are you admitting this? And also you only did it for the first two and a half minutes where the person just stand like was standing there. So that's kind of like a weird time to use it. It seems like an ineffective use of a body double. Like, like you said, it could be good for a transition mid set, maybe for a breather and outfit change, but the first two minutes pretty common. Yeah. So it's kind of silly. It's, just Billy Billing, Billy being silly. I just had a stroke. <laughs> Billy, Billy, uh, Billy. <laughs> but you know what? We stand Billy Eilish. We love her on this podcast. We will talk no stander on her. Um, so I'm like, girl, even though it doesn't make any sense why you did this, I support it. And it's something you need to do for your own well being, I believe. There's a long history of Hollywood body doubles. Uh, Leonardo uh, DiCaprio is a famous user of uh, body mm. doubles. If you. If you've heard, have, do you know about that? I've never even heard of him, so no. Oh, he's this actor. He's won one Oscar, controversially. Famous Some people later. say he should have more. No, I mean, body doubles are a thing. They're typical. They're standard. Um, it's just kind of silly that she's admitting to it literally months later. Yeah, it's a weird use of one. You know how Leo uses it? He goes to restaurants, brings his body double, and then his body double you know, I, I think probably leaves the restaurant through the front door or wherever the paparazzi are. Yeah. And then Leo uses, you know, the side exit or the back exit. Um, and that way the body double diverts the paparazzi. So Leo can... Rita you know, Wilson gets pushed get over with them. It's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, one day I hope to have a body double to do this podcast so I don't have to sit here and do it anymore. <laughs> but um, until then, we really appreciate you guys <laughs> listening to us. Please send us uh, articles you'd like us to cover. You can be next week's fanfare. And um, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And thank you so much for listening.